Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is Topical Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. Steve Cypress here, and the topic today, the newsworthy topic, is about a week ago, almost undoubtedly you haven't heard of it, you won't see it, uh, all of the vaunted mainstream, supposedly trusted media sources not likely to report on it, to let anybody know about it, in fact, uh, we'll see even if this message survives uh, wherever it's put up on the internet or on social media, because uh, often, uh, you know, messages that are filled with way too much truth, uh, these folks just don't like. And so they exert their considerable power, uh, and they have the right to ban people from their platforms if they don't like or agree with what they're saying. Uh, now, of course, they're uh, also on a topical note. Word came last week of more and more uh, leaks and information and emails and behind-the-scenes stuff coming out showing, and Mark Zuckerberg, we talked about coming right out and admitting, uh, or at least uh, he can't admit because he didn't do it, but he, he did spill the beans on the fact that the federal government here in the U.S. is colluding with uh, big tech and social media platforms to exercise censorship over Americans' First Amendment rights of free speech. So. We'll see how far this lasts, but uh, you might have found it, you might not. You're about to find out here. Study was released uh, on the final day of August last week uh, of about 80,000 people about the horse dewormer. The famous ivermectin is a horse dewormer nonsense, uh, anti-ivermectin uh, messaging, when that was uh, discovered to be a fantastic uh, uh, treatment for uh, people getting this uh, virus in the last couple of years, even as this study was about its prophylactic nature, its preventative nature. So uh, it was about 80,000 some people split into three groups, those who took it consistently before they got any kind of positive test about having the virus, those who took it sporadically, those who didn't take it at all. And the people that took, are you ready? You can look it up, of course. You don't have to take my word for it. It's an actual study. Uh, you look it up uh, out of the people that consistently took ivermectin uh, before being diagnosed with anything when they're healthy. 92% decreased mortality rate for those that actually contracted the virus. 92% mortality rate. Phenomenal. Not 10%, which would be great. Not 20%, which would be awesome. Not 30%, which would be mind-boggling, stupendous headlines around the world. I don't know if you remember, it's only a couple of years when people were panicking. People's, you know, pe people's lives were crushed over this. I mean, all the society was just crushed. Uh, there was such a panic around all the misinformation, the false information, and the, you know, coming mostly out of the greed uh, of people because, uh, I'll tell you, uh, when's the last time, uh, do you often see lots of TV commercials or billboards if you drive around for broccoli? You've seen the, the ads for broccoli all over primetime TV? There's not a lot of money 
in getting, convincing you, and uh, uh, suggesting, selling to you, persuading, influencing you, manipulating you, whatever you want to call it, into buying and eating more broccoli. Not a lot of money in that. Uh, so you, you will see billboards for all kinds of fast food places and all kinds of stuff that's not so great for you. That has to be sold. That has to be marketed. That has to be advertised. Well, ivermectin was like five bucks a tablet or something. I mean, there's no money in that. The, you know, there's not going to be big payoffs to bureaucrats and fraud she and the rest of them to uh, push ivermectin. No money in that. Pushing the vaccines? Oh, billions and billions of dollars. And you can look up all these vaccine companies, Pfizer, Moderna, a whole lot of them, how many times they've been sued, how many times they've paid out millions and billions of dollars. Just part of their their business model. You know, we defraud people. We have fraudulent advertising, fraudulent marketing, fraudulent this, fraudulent that. We know these things don't work or they're bad for people. Whatever. We get them out there anyway. And then, you know, once in a while, we got to pay a few million or a few mil billion dollars. It's just, it's just cost of doing business. Uh, but they do it over and over and over. And so we got suckered into, oh, the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine is coming. And now everyone knows and everyone's admitted that, of course, the vaccine is not a vaccine. It doesn't prevent anyone from getting anything. Oh, people claim like, oh, well, it would have been worse. Uh, I did get it, even though I've been triple and quadruple vaccinated. It would have been worse if I, how do you know it would have been worse if you didn't take three or four times? Maybe it would, but whatever. But that's not about a vaccine. That's a treatment. That's a treatment that makes it less severe, which is what ivermectin does. In fact, cuts the mortality rate by 90 two percent according to this study could it be off by a little sure could it be only 90 percent could it be 98 percent whatever but it was debunked fraud she himself don't take it you know i just searched for a year or two ago but i i looked up some articles because i remembered fraud she saying you know oh warning people against it and i saw articles in all the supposedly trusted news outlets la times washington post new york times and then of course all the rest pick it up and all the the, the, the legacy uh, media and all the, the network news and all that kind of nonsense. Oh, it's, it's horse dewormer. It's dangerous. Don't take it. There are nasty side effects. Wow. What, how nasty are the side effects? Because I'm pretty sure I'd trade off some nasty side effects for not dying. Right? Uh, so while people were waiting uh, 10 months, a year, whatever it was for the vaccines, people were dying. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people were dying who, as this study shows, if they have been told, spring for five bucks a tablet for crying out loud, hey, all of America, five bucks a tablet, we're going to send 100 tablets to everybody free, take them for the next three months, then we'll send you another three-month supply. Like, well, then they can't sell vaccines, which is billions of dollars in payoffs to fraud she and the rest of them. Although, of course, fraud, she said, well, I, I don't have to disclose that. Wow. Would he say that if he wasn't getting all kinds of greasy kickbacks and, and on and on, all the permanent bureaucrats and their, their co-conspirators in the media, whatever, like, and then the news comes out now, two years later. I mean, after, again, tens, hundreds of thousands of probably millions of people died unnecessarily. Certainly millions of business owners lost their life savings, had their businesses crushed by it. Uh, school kids are going to be, they might never catch up. They're going to be paying for this in, in lost education for years or decades or their whole lifetime. We're going to lose because of that, our future. 
what else? Enjoyment, if you remember. Oh, they, 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 I mean, here, I remember when the shutdown hit here in the Phoenix, Scottsdale area of Arizona a couple of years ago in spring 2020, uh, right when spring training is here. And all but a few baseball teams are playing daily baseball games all over. All the hotels are packed. All the rent-a-cars are out. All the bars and restaurants are packed every day for a month. And two weeks in, they're like, oh, shut it all down. Everyone go home, see you. It's done. Ouch. Not only does that really eat into a lot of people's profits, money, livelihood, but uh, just cut out enjoyment. I remember, I don't know about you, but I remember being shut down and going, boy, not being allowed to go to work and not being allowed to go pretty much do anything. It'd be nice if there were some sports on TV to watch, but they shut those down. Or then they started playing the games with fake people in the stands or, or an abbreviated 20-game season or whatever nonsense. I mean, they just they just cut out everybody's uh, or, or almost everybody's enjoyment of life, uh, ability to earn income. They shut down places of worship. Again, First Amendment violation. I'm pretty sure lawsuits are in the works or are coming, and, and there's just going to be millions, if not billions, of, of dollars paid out for this nonsense. Just clear First Amendment violations, but all coming down to the greed. And that's the business, business lesson here, right? It's a, it's a classic technique, the comparison technique. So you can market or advertise your product or service just saying good things about it. It's great because of this and this and that and this and this and that. Or... The tactic to what I'm talking about here is comparison of shooting down any comparative options, right? So Coke versus Pepsi, Burger King versus McDonald's, on and on and on, right? We're the fastest, we're the best plumber in town because we do this, the other plumber doesn't do that. Or uh, we do, you know, we have this price, they have a higher price. We have this and that, right? The comparison. So, you know, Fraudgy couldn't just say, you know, wait for the vaccines, they're going to be awesome. Uh, they would have been useless and nobody would have needed them by then if, unless he first shot down uh, the treatment that now, again, proven, 92% lower mortality rate. In other words, it worked prophylactically, not even in a treatment after you test positive. Like, just start taking this thing. You know, vitamin D, get out in the sun, vitamin E, whatever, vitamin C. Boost your immune system. I mean, what, did we not know this? I mean, I was talking about lots of, well, we were shut down and our videos and posts were taken down. Maybe this will be too. Like, uh, anyone that was telling the truth was, you know, accused of all kinds of things. Anti this, you're an anti-vaxxer, you're a science denier, you're not following the science, you're you're anti-science, you're anti-whatever. Oh, you're just, oh, you're demonizing fraudgy unfairly. He's fraudgy. He's the greatest. He's the Holy crap. What a criminal. Uh, but anyway, this is just the classic use he just felt, or someone told him, uh, likely the, these, or, or possibly at least these, uh, these uh, uh, pharmaceutical companies, because they're brilliant marketers. Uh, Fraudshi is a lifelong bureaucrat. You know, what does he know? It's likely somebody told him, look, don't just say wait till the vaccine comes out, because, you know, those are going to be great. You better get out there. People are spreading the word about this ivermectin thing. They won't need the vaccines. It's going to cost us billions and billions of dollars of profit, some of which is being kicked back to you, although, of course, he doesn't have to disclose that. So technically, we don't know that for a fact yet. The emails and the discovery and all the treasure trove of information hasn't come out yet, but he's scampering away, trying to get away and retire into the distance as if he's not going to be investigated and sued and, and all kinds of things. But anyway, so... 
There's a tactic. That's what you saw when you saw the demonization of something that I'm sure, what do you think, Froggy's an idiot? He's, uh, he's like the nation's number one infectious disease expert. Or what? You, don't, you think he didn't know that ivermectin was, was great to, to, to cut the mortality rate for this, to stop people from getting really deathly ill? You think he didn't know that? Come on. I don't know that for a fact, but I, if I said he didn't know, I'd be saying he's an incompetent idiot. I don't think he's incompetent or an idiot. I'm pretty sure he's extremely competent at uh, medicine, uh, at infectious disease, obviously completely incompetent slash criminal at public policy or at honesty. Uh, however, that was the tactic you see there. So sometimes it works, worked in that case. Demonize the alternative choice, leaving people to believe your choice is the better one. When you have the worst choice, it's especially useful. When you have the worst choice, a vaccine that is invasive, expensive, dangerous. We're also finding out all the, the rise in the death rates because of it and all the problems that are coming up because of it, which, again, Fraudchi and the rest had to know right from the start. It was pretty obvious. If, if I knew, pretty sure he knew, right? So it was pretty obvious. Uh, if you have an inferior product, get out there. Get proactive at attacking uh, your competitors, the opposition, anything else somebody could do, it worked in this case, and well, it helps. Not like that you have an army of trusted, quote, sources to back you up, like the, the news and the media, you know, lovingly obeyed Fraudshi's every command of like, well, see, Fraudshi is science, and he says you shouldn't take ivermectin. Or I saw one thing where at least he was a little bit honest and said, you know, it hasn't been proven effective yet. Well, of course it hasn't. But neither were the vaccines proven effective. Neither was anything proven effective. It's in the middle of a pandemic, right? Could have been a little more uh, honest, which would made him a lot less money and made his, uh, you know, the pharmaceutical companies, his bosses pretty much uh, pretty upset if he came right out and said, hey, what do you got to lose? It's five bucks. There's almost no downside to it. And it seems to make sense. I hear a lot of doctors telling some stories, uh, anecdotes, that uh, people that are, have been taking this get it less severely or don't even know they had it. Like I read one story uh, in this study, somebody was saying like, yeah, you know, I, I was taking this, taking this as prophy prophylactically as a, as a preventative. And then, you know, uh, I thought I came down with a cold and then I realized, hey, wait a minute, maybe that's this virus thing. And he got tested and it was positive. And he was like, oh, but I was over in a couple of days. Didn't even know we had it pretty much, right? So uh, anyway, uh, that's it. For Topical Tuesday, that's the lesson here that sometimes, like in this case with Fraudshi, it works to demonize your opposition, therefore leaving your product or service as the uh, preferable alternative. Make sense? That's what happened there. So you couldn't just say the vaccines are great. You had to go out there and say, Hydroxychloroquine's no good. Ivermectin's no good. Any treatment anyone came up with, and even though there were doctors saying, I've treated, you know, remember, Fraudshi treated zero actual COVID patients, but doctors who were treating hundreds and thousands of patients were saying, this thing is working, that thing is working. He chose to come right out with the, oh, it's not proven, or could be dangerous, or we don't know for sure, Give me a break. But that's marketing. So that's the lesson for today from Fraud She the Fraud. Tovius here and Tovius said, follow the money. 
Absolutely. That's what it's all about. When in doubt, follow the money. Tovey points out corruption is deep in big business. Government is the biggest offender. Big business, big government, same thing. They're in cahoots. They love each other. They feed off each other. And who's left on the sideline? Us, the small business owner, the average American, the consumer, like everyone but. Big business, big government. And they're both getting bigger. And they're both getting stronger. And uh, it's not looking good. But we're still here. And we're going to enjoy it in the meantime. Speaking of which, I've enjoyed being here today. Thank you, Toby. Thanks, everyone else watching live or listening, reading, however you're getting this, wherever you're getting it. Leave a question, comment, issue below. Just scream at me. I'm anti-science or whatever you want to do. Always respond when appropriate. And I will be back with you again tomorrow with some Internet money-making tips on World Wide Web Wednesday. I will catch you then as the sun sets in the west. And it's not even really... Shining right in my eyes anymore. About 110 degrees here today. So a little bit of sweat breaking out here, even at uh, whatever, 6 o'clock at night or so. Hope it's fantastic where you are, and I'll catch you tomorrow. Over and out. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making Monthly Magazine. Goodbye.